All right. Happy Masterful Living. Happy day. So grateful to join with you and be with you now. Ah, what a blessing. So grateful. Mm-hmm. So let's take that breath of love and gratitude and open our hearts and our minds to the very power and presence of love active in our life. We are grateful and we are willing to know the truth about ourselves. We're grateful and we're willing to know the truth about God, the divinity of all life. We're grateful and we're willing to remember that the power of love resides within us now and forevermore and that we are the truth. We are the love. We are the joy. We are the peace. We are the harmony. We are the freedom. So we partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self and we declare our willingness. We declare our openness. We declare our healing. We declare that we are truly willing to surrender that which is no part of us. It's no part of our beingness. All false identification falling away. And we recognize one identity and only one identity. I am that I am. And I am one with the I am presence of all beings everywhere. This is the true nature of my being. Unlimited, unprecedented, unfettered and free are we. Taking this breath of grace and gratitude, we joyfully welcome everyone into our heart. We become a safe place for all beings. Yes, we're in the flow of love. We're in the flow of abundance. We're in the flow of prosperity. And we call upon the company of heaven and our ancestors to support us now in remembering the truth that is our freedom. It is our holy, holy way. We are grateful and thankful to recognize that while the script has been written, it is an expansive script, and we in this moment are choosing the highest possibility and dedicating ourselves to that choice, the highest possibility of love awake and alive in our hearts and our minds. We're saying yes to it, unlimited yes to the unlimited love. We're grateful and thankful to joyfully share the benefits with everyone. We let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So we were talking about prosperity. That had been a topic in community calls. So we're going to do some more with that. Transmuting Poverty Consciousness on behalf of everyone so that we can be the true avenues of prosperity that it's our nature to be and so that we can share that teaching of prosperity everywhere we go, sharing it with all the light workers. We're setting everyone free with our willingness to be prosperous and abundant 
to be healthy, harmonious, wholesome. Yes. Because everywhere we go, in every conversation we have, in every moment, whether we're speaking or simply sitting or standing, we're always teaching the efficacy of our choices and we are choosing to be ourselves, our true selves, unlimited. Yes, we are. Oh, so I'm going to share a prayerful meditation from Patricia Cotarobos that I hope you will find helpful. It's uh, from the same booklet that I shared from previously. It's called, It is Time for You to be Financially Free. It's one of these booklets from Patricia Cota Robles. You might find it helpful. And it goes like this. Let's take a deep breath first together. <sighs> Beloved presence of God blazing in my heart, I know and accept that through this invocation you have taken command of my four lower bodies. My physical, etheric, mental, and emotional bodies are now being raised in vibration and they are being integrated with your radiant presence. My awareness is increasing and I begin to perceive clearly your still, small voice within. I know that you respond to my every call for assistance. I'm beginning to experience your exquisite vibrations and my entire being is flooded with light. My consciousness is opening to the influx of your pure spiritual energy. From this new level of awareness, I now know, as never before, you are in me and I am in thee. I know you are me. I am a being of radiant light. I am one with the energy and vibration that is the all-encompassing presence of God. I am one with the divine love that fills the universe with the glory of itself. I am one with every particle of life. I am one with the divine plan for planet Earth. I am one with the limitless flow of God's abundance. I am that I am. <clears throat> A reactivation and initiation into multidimensional awareness is occurring within me. I am lifted up, closer in vibration to the very heart of God. The pre-encoded memories that were implanted deep within my cellular patterns eons ago are activated. These patterns reveal my divine plan, my purpose, 
and reason for being. I am experiencing a great soaring and awakening as I remember my divine heritage. I am stepping through the doorway into multi-dimensional reality. Here, I am empowered with even more rarefied frequencies of divinity. Moment to moment, this radiant light is awakening within me previously untapped levels of wisdom and illumination. I easily grasp each divine thought and idea. As I do, avenues of opportunity unfold before me. I feel a sense of elation as each opportunity presents itself. I joyously seize the divine opportunities and I feel a greater sense of self-worth and accomplishment than ever before. My life is pulsating with a sense of meaning and warmth. I am now lifted higher into the realms of perfection and now higher and now higher. In this realm, I easily release and let go of attachments and behavior patterns that don't support my highest good. I release all patterns that reflect a consciousness less than prosperity. I recognize this is the moment of my new beginning. I now have the absolute ability to create prosperity consciousness and I do so easily and joyously. I am experiencing my true integrity. I am trustworthy and honest. I am an expression of divine truth. I am worthy and deserving of prosperity, and I am able to transform every aspect of my life now. Change is manifesting through divine grace and love. As each aspect of my life that needs changing surfaces before me, I easily love it free and forgive myself for my perceived transgression. I know I am a child of God. And I deserve to be loved and forgiven. As the changes take place, I'm experiencing a sense of inner calm, patience, and silence. I am in the divine flow of my true God reality. I am one with the infinite intelligence within me, and I am always able to make correct choices. I love myself unconditionally, and I am grateful for this opportunity to change, which I accept with deep humility. 
The divine power to sustain these changes is continually flowing through me. And from this moment forth, I choose to create a life of prosperity and only that which supports my highest good. Once again, I am lifted higher into the realms of perfection and now higher and higher. I now focus on the sacred essence of my holy breath. I realize that with every in-breath, I extend in consciousness through my eternal journey into infinity to the source of never-ending perfection. With every out-breath, I magnetize the full momentum of that perfection and radiate its full blessing to all life evolving on earth. My in-breath is the open portal to the pure land of boundless splendor and infinite light. And my out-breath is the source of all divine blessings for humanity and the planet. I understand now that the divine gifts being presented to humanity from the legions of light serving this sweet earth will be drawn into the world and form on the holy breath. I consecrate and dedicate myself to be the open door for these sacred gifts of light. Lord, make me an instrument of your limitless abundance. I am the flaming hand of God now made manifest in the physical plane of earth. I am now ready through every level of my consciousness to release, let go of, and transmute every frequency of vibration, every single electron of precious life energy I've ever released in any existence or dimension that is expressing a pattern less than God's limitless flow of abundance, prosperity, opulence, and supply of all good things and financial freedom. I'm enveloped in an invincible force field of protection and eternal peace. I am able to review my life as an objective observer. I ask my God self to push to the surface of my conscious mind every experience I've ever had, both known and unknown, that is in any way preventing me from attaining prosperity. As these experiences begin to surface, I breathe in deeply. On the holy breath, I pierce into the gift of the violet light of forgiveness. I absorb the most powerful gift of forgiveness ever manifest in the history of time and I breathe it in, breathing in the violet flame through and around my four lower vehicles, mental, emotional, physical, and etheric bodies. And all of the energy surfacing and returning to me now to be loved free. The sacred violet light from the very heart of God instantly transmutes the negative thoughts, words, actions, feelings, beliefs, and memories that have been blocking my eternal financial freedom. Every electron of energy is being transformed back into 
its original perfection. My God self now expands this activity of light and reaches back into the ages of time to magnetize every electron of energy stamped with my individual electronic pattern into the gift of the violet light of forgiveness. These records and memories surface effortlessly and I am able to let them go without pain or fear. I feel the buoyant joy of freedom. I continue breathing in as I reach deeper into the sacred gift of violet light and I exhale its divine essence to flood the physical plane of earth. I affirm with deep feeling and a true inner knowing I am a force of the violet light of forgiveness greater than anything less than prosperity. I now realize I am able to transmute through the power of this sacred gift the mass consciousness of poverty. All records and memories of humanity's abuse of the substance of money flow into the violet light of forgiveness. Under the direction of my God Self and the entire company of heaven, every electron of poverty consciousness that has ever been released by any part of life in any existence or dimension, both known and unknown, is surfacing for transmutation by the violet light of forgiveness. The transformation is taking place as each electron enters the violet light and is instantly transmuted. Cause, core, effect, record, and memory back into the frequencies of prosperity and God's limitless abundance. I am a force of the violet light of forgiveness greater than anything less than prosperity. I am a force of the violet light of forgiveness greater than anything less than prosperity. I am a force of the violet light of forgiveness greater than anything less than prosperity. I am free. I am free. I am free. I am eternally financially free. It is done. And so it is. I ask through the presence of God pulsating in my heart that this sacred activity of light be maintained eternally self-sustained, increased with my every breath, daily and hourly, moment to moment, the maximum that cosmic law will allow. Until all life belonging to or serving the earth at this time is wholly ascended and free. So we take that breath. Gratefully taking that breath together. Allowing ourselves to fully recalibrate. Grateful, grateful, grateful. We will be learning about the violet flame more coming up 
And there's the book by Patricia Cota Robles, which is the book I like the best about the Violet Flame. That's a, it's a pretty short book, The Violet Flame, God's Gift to Humanity. It's in the bookstore, in your Masterful Living bookstore. We'll be working from that. So as we're in this meditative state, I invite you to see in your mind's eye, to imagine in your mind's eye, a toggle board. So you can think of it's the kind of board that they use to control lighting in the theater or sound in a recording studio. We've got toggles that go up and down. You can also think of lighting dimmers that go up and down. And there are about a dozen or so toggles there for spiritual qualities, love, Peace, joy, prosperity, freedom, abundance, harmony, creativity, wisdom, clarity. A toggle for each one. And you can, at any time you wish, tune in with your higher Holy Spirit self and observe the toggle board. And you can put a particular focus on any one of those toggles. So right now, if you tune in to your prosperity toggle, is it at the top? Is it at the bottom? Is it somewhere in between? Observing it, noticing where is that toggle? And then, if it's not already at the top, you can mentally push it up to the top and ask the angels to help you keep your conscious experience of the spiritual quality of prosperity to be in maximum at all times. You can check in with it throughout the day. If you're feeling lack and limitation, check in on that toggle. How's it doing? Did it fall to the bottom? Push it back up. You can also just mentally throughout the day look at the whole toggle board, push them all to the top. Because it's your intention, your intention to be fully in the flow of all the spiritual qualities. That's so valuable. It might seem to you like it's meaningless. You might feel like, I can't really vision this. Your intention is the key.
Now I invite you to, with your eyes closed, turning within still, see yourself walking down a path in nature. It's a beautiful path. You can hear the sounds of birds. Feel so peaceful. And as you walk along this path, you notice the way the sunlight filters through the foliage, plays on the environment around you. Noticing nature, awake and alive and vibrant, so peaceful, fully supportive of you and your healing as you walk along this path, you come to a clearing, an opening, and you see in that opening a magnificent home, absolutely breathtakingly beautiful. It seems to be perfect in every way. It has a an energy of great peace and harmony. You can tell from the outside that this is a place where a magnificent being lives. Someone who's truly prosperous and abundant. You can also tell by looking at this home that it has been crafted in such a way that the beauty is expressing so fully in every material that's been used in the design, the structure, the way it is on the land, the way the light falls upon it and the gardens around it. You can tell that beauty has been a high priority. And there is a sense of excellence, opulence, magnificence that's in perfect proportion. Nothing garish, nothing gaudy. Absolutely beautiful. You can tell that Parts of it have been crafted by great artists, great craftspeople, master craftsmen and women. There's an attention to detail in the gardens that is so playful and so delightful and so elegant. It could only be done in collaboration with the fairies. the angels and the nature spirits. You see a wonderful, beautiful being of light and love coming out of the home. It's their home. They're welcoming you 
greeting you. So glad that you've come. And as you move closer to them and they move closer to you, you realize, oh, this is your higher Holy Spirit self come to greet you. And this is your home in the etheric realms, in the higher dimensions. This is the home that you created for yourself to dwell in as a master of love and light. You are returning home. Like the prodigal son, your higher self is welcoming you. So grateful. As you go inside, you notice the furnishings. Everything but the walls and the floors and the ceiling and the windows and the doors to the various rooms inside. Everything is beautiful. The furnishings. Just lovely. Clearly, it's the most beautiful place you've ever been. And it's all yours. It's already bought, paid for. Don't have to earn it. Don't need anyone's permission. It's yours. You created it in consciousness. As you move through the house, There's a sense of remembering, oh yes, this is how I like to live. Noticing how the light in your home is so perfect in every room. The light source seems to come from the very air itself making everything seem radiant and luminous. Each detail and every furnishing, every fabric, every tile, every piece, magnificent made with love, perfect in every detail. We're grateful and thankful to open our hearts and our minds to this beautiful healing space. Notice how you feel here. Notice how you feel when you think about what if you were able to manifest an exact replica of this in 3D in Earth and to live there. How would it feel 
to live in this house. How would it feel to sleep in this bedroom? A bedroom designed for royalty. A bedroom designed for the Christ. How would it feel to take walks in these gardens each day? Seeing your favorite plants and flowers and birds. How would it feel to go into the kitchen and have it perfectly stocked in every way from utensils to fruits and vegetables, meats and cheeses and breads, your cupboards full, the most beautiful glassware, plates to use for every day. Gold silverware. <laughs> Beautiful tablecloths and napkins. Having every meal either beautifully prepared for you or having the option of making a feast for yourself and your loved ones every day. How would that feel? How would it feel to open your closets and to see nothing but the richest fabrics, the most comfortable fabrics, the most beautiful fabrics, Every piece of clothing, from socks to hats and gloves, everything that your hearts could ever desire, every shoe, every slipper, every flip-flop made perfectly for you, magnificent each piece. And if you choose heavenly music playing throughout the house, you turn it on with your mind whenever you're ready for the most beautiful, healing, nourishing music. Just turn it on with a thought. When you prefer silence, the songs of angels, whatever you choose, whenever you choose. Bathrooms made of beautiful stone, granite, and amethyst, and quartz, and marble throughout the house. So many beautiful details. 
How would it feel to live here year after year and decade after decade, sharing it with your loved ones, entertaining? It's always perfectly clean, neat, tidy. Everything is organized. Every possible thing you could need available to you at all times. Nothing held back. If you think it, you can open a drawer, a closet, there it is. Use it, put it back. Enjoy. This is a place for you to live in joy. What if you could bring it from the etheric into the third dimension? And it's yours. No mortgage, taxes paid for the rest of your life. Gardening, upkeep, Everything, all maintenance, everything paid for. If all that was provided to you, how would you enjoy your days? What difference would it make in your life? How would you change how you invest your time and energy? What would your focus be? If this was where you lived, if this was where you lived, where would you work? Would you work? So we take a breath of love and gratitude, cultivating our willingness to accept this as our destiny. We're willing to give ourselves this gift of magnificence, recalibrating ourselves the prodigal sons and daughters going home. Just as the higher Holy Spirit self 
came to welcome us as we approached the house, like the father and mother in the prodigal son story. There's nothing to forgive, nothing held against, only celebration, only welcoming, only gratitude at the return. Allowing ourselves to move into that great self-forgiveness. Forgiving ourselves everything that we've ever judged as a mistake, a waste. We're willing to harvest the learning from every moment. Harvesting the learning from every choice we've ever made, whether we remember it or not. Moving into that total forgiveness. Forgiving what's known and what's been buried or forgotten. Forgiving our debts and our debtors. Forgiving the trespasses and the trespassers. We open our hearts and minds to the power of our true identity. As it says in A Course in Miracles, the knowledge of the truth, the knowledge of the power of love, the knowledge of our true identity is encoded in every being and can never be removed. It is always available to each one of us at all times, no matter how depraved or depressed or lost or confused we feel in that moment. No matter how unworthy and angry, no matter how we feel, the fullness of the kingdom of heaven is always available to us if we are willing to choose it. Always. Will you choose it now? Do you choose it now or sometime in the future when you feel more worthy? Will you choose it now? Do you believe that your prosperity, your abundance, your healing, your freedom is conditional? We are choosing to love ourselves free. Noticing, do you feel comfortable 
with magnificence and opulence will you accept the gift that is already yours. So we're taking these breaths. Taking these breaths of love and gratitude. Grateful and thankful to accept our prosperity and our abundance forgiving ourselves for having rejected it, having felt unworthy. Giving to the higher Holy Spirit self any sense of unworthiness for healing. We're grateful. We're grateful. We're grateful. Grateful to allow ourselves to, at last, live in our naturalness, our natural magnificence. So moving into an awareness of where you're physically seated right now. Feeling yourself grounded in this moment in your life. Remembering what day it is. <laughs> where you are, gently preparing yourself to open your eyes and to take that breath of love and gratitude that you're allowing yourself to recalibrate. I invite you to truly take stock of whether or not you feel comfortable accepting true abundance and prosperity, living in magnificence, does that feel comfortable to you? Do you feel more comfortable living in poverty? Do you feel more comfortable living in limitation? Do you feel more comfortable living in a space that's cluttered or dirty, ugly, cramped? These are important things to notice because it is our spiritual nature to live in magnificence and opulence and beauty 
while it might be true that someone of a very expansive consciousness might live in a very simple way, a humble abode. It would still have a beauty, a simplicity that is magnificent. It would feel beautiful. Unless, of course, they were choosing to live in a place to be of service, to lift those around them. So, noticing the outpicturing of your consciousness is where you live and how it looks and feels to you. Because, as we were talking about, not so long ago, that we had the beautiful example of a couple of students, I remember Akash is one of them, who we were talking about (coughs) the way that uh, you were living as a child and your experience of your feelings, the feeling in your home could be with your mother, your father, the home, your feeling about what love is, these become then, we could say feeling tones or vibrations, I like both of them, that we then feel familiar with. So sometimes people growing up in a place of poverty and insufficiency, that feels like home. For some people, it might feel like love. And it's even possible that people who had many lifetimes where they took vows of poverty and chastity, perhaps even silence or isolation, because many Buddhist masters will go into isolation or retreat for decades, speaking to no one for decades, and uh, even doing that in caves. St. Francis uh, of Assisi would retreat to a cave up on the mountain, and it was cold there. Mary Magdalene, after Jesus ascended, she went and lived in a cave in France in the mountains. So, in the south of France. Very common for us to bring forward into this incarnation what felt comfortable in a previous incarnation. It just feels familiar to us. So everyone's going to have a different experience of what feels comfortable. I once had a boyfriend who grew up with two parents who they got divorced, but they were living near each other, constantly fighting. One parent alcoholic, one parent drug addict. 
and constant battles and fighting. And so to my sweetheart, that felt like home. Anger, resentment, upset, poverty, irresponsibility. These all felt so familiar. They felt like love. They felt like home. And he actually said to me, I feel so good when I'm around you. I can't stand it. I'm uncomfortable. I literally cannot stand it. Can you think of things in your life where perhaps there was an opportunity to step into magnificence, opulence, beauty, to be very receptive to the good, and you didn't feel a vibrational match. It felt too uncomfortable. Many, many people struggle to make money, to have enough money. And yet, as soon as they get some, they quickly spend it. And sometimes there can even be a compulsion to spend it. They feel uncomfortable having an excess of even, you know, when their means are so tight they're used to having $100 in their checkbook. Now they have 1000 They've got to spend it. They don't feel comfortable having that extra. They feel much more comfortable living right at the edge of, if something happens, I'm in desperate state. that feel familiar to you in masterful living what we're focusing on is shifting our consciousness by healing the false beliefs remembering the truth so that we can simply allow ourselves to experience and to be prosperous abundant creative peaceful harmonious healthy but if it doesn't feel like a vibrational match we'll reject it so that's why we work so much in the invisible to shift our vibration to release the things that bring our vibration down and that of course primarily is the judgments One of the things I'm inviting you to do is to start to really take notes of the thoughts that you're thinking and to start to, because it really helps to start writing these things down. Some people like to take notes in their phone. Some people like to have a small pad of paper that they carry with them. It's all good, but the thing is to really begin to start writing down these thoughts. The ego will say, I don't have time for that. Spiritual practice saves time every time. 
So I've I've given some examples recently. I was talking about this in uh, another masterful living class. Uh, I think it was year three yesterday. That um, when I first went to Hawaii back in May, I realized pretty quickly uh, I had rented a car for a few weeks uh, and uh, I realized okay I'm I'm going to stay here for a while so I I will need uh, well I <laughs> it will be helpful to have a car and to not it doesn't make sense to keep renting a car so it would be good for me to buy a used car and so I had this idea that I'd like to get a four-wheel drive, a small SUV that I could go off-roading on the beaches with, and that um, would be about $2,500. And I had in my mind I'd like a white one because white is reflected. And, you know, there in Hawaii, the sun is really uh, intense. So I had this in mind and... Uh, one of the things is, is I really don't know much about cars at all. And it's just not something I've ever particularly been interested in. And I've relied on the kindness of loved ones to help me purchase cars. So it, I happened to uh, get to know the landlord or the owner of this little cottage that I was subletting back in May. And he was a really sweet man. And he knew a lot about cars, and he had some uh, cars that he was fixing up, and I thought maybe I could buy one of those, but he said they weren't good enough. He wouldn't feel um, comfortable selling one to me because he wasn't quite uh, done fixing them up. So uh, I said, well, could I hire you to help me find a car? And uh, he said, well, you don't have to hire me. I'd be very happy to help you find a car. Now, I, I didn't know him at all. But he's just a lovely man. And so I said, well, I, I would like to hire you and because um, and, I'd like to make it your responsibility. <laughs> and I trust you to help me. So he said, well, let's just see how it goes. I'm happy to help you. He said, I'll start looking on Craigslist. And we talked about what kind of car. He said, I think you're right. I think that that SUV is uh, the the white small SUV where it's with four-wheel drive is the best thing for you. And so I I thought, great, okay. I said, you know, this is what I'd like. I'd like to spend 2500 3000 maximum. So he went online. He found a couple of cars. And uh, he said, well, there's this one. It, it looks really good from the Craigslist listing. The price is 3300 So I said, great. He said, I'm going to call the owner and we'll take a look at it. So uh, the, the next day, he was getting ready to call the owner to uh, make a, an appointment for us to look at it. And he noticed in the Craigslist they had dropped the price to 2900 overnight. So now it was much closer to my price range. So great, perfect. So we go and we look at the car. And uh, fortunately, uh, it was interesting that the car actually was, uh, it's an old car, it's like a 2012. And uh, no, 
2002. It's like 12 years old or something like that. And um, he, it was the owner of it was a small local rental car company and they just were letting go of some of the stock as summer was approaching they didn't need as much stock so great so they had already checked out the car and validated it and everything anyway I had some stuff that needed a little attention but it seemed perfect for me so it, we test drove it and he said uh, let me let me talk to the rental car lady and and see what I can do with the price I said great so he got it down to 2500 so I got the car that I was holding in my mind. I didn't know what brand of car it was uh, that I, in my mind, I just, I, I, I kind of tuned in when I first got there. I thought, what would be the best car for me? And what I got from my higher Holy Spirit self was a little four-wheel drive, four-by-four SUV for $2,500. And I thought, that works for me so I just had been holding that in my mind that's exactly what I got it's exactly what I got and the man who helped me to purchase it he said to me when you're ready to sell this car if you're leaving the island six months a year from now whenever it is I'll buy it from you this is a great deal Life can work like that. The apartment that I'm in, I had looked at lots of pictures and things of places on Craigslist. I just didn't see anything that really grabbed me enough to make an appointment to look at it. And I stopped looking. Spirit said, just stop looking. You'll find something later. You're in your little sublet. You can stay there till September. Uh, you can give notice at any time. And so just... Just hang out. It'll come to you. You don't have to go looking for it. It'll come to you. And then I'm sitting there one night. My little cottage came into my intuition. Go to Craigslist right now and look. So I did. I was obedient. I went. I looked. And there was an apartment that they had just dropped the price $400 a month. I would. I didn't see it before because... The price was higher. It was not in my price range before. It was perfect for me. It is perfect for me. Life can work like that. We have to allow it and we have to follow the guidance. We have to be willing to receive it. We have to believe that we are worthy of this kind of grace and ease and simplicity. So one of the great tools I've learned over the years is to continuously say things like, I'd like the perfect car for me. I'd like whatever's perfect for me. I'd like the perfect home for me. And as you all know, the deep desire of my heart has been so helpful for me in manifesting the desire of my heart. If you don't even know the desire of your heart, and you don't cultivate the feeling tone of the desire of your heart, if you don't cultivate that sense of what it looks like and what it feels like, like when you are in the meditation, in your 
divine place of living in the in the etheric with the opulence and the magnificence there might be some people who couldn't vision it and i i didn't give specific details of colors or style i'm just talking magnificence and opulence and beauty creativity so if you're able to have some sense of imagining cultivate what does it feel like to enjoy it to have it and in doing that you eliminate or you draw into your awareness your conscious awareness the blocks that are in your mind to having it so I have uh, more to go on this topic but I'm going to pause here and see what questions anybody has or comments anybody has I'm also interested in what anybody has to share about their experience in the meditation how it felt to you what it looked like to you anything that um, you'd like to share with us and I also invite you to have a conversation make a plan to have a conversation with your prayer partner and describe your experience in the meditation what you saw what you felt as a way of helping you to shift your vibration and recalibrate to allow yourself to live in this vibration this will support you and help you I invite you to make time to write it down in the greatest detail you can and then you can read that to your prayer partner these are things that will help you tremendously and notice that how you feel as I'm sharing it with you do you feel like you could do it you would do it or you have resistance or reluctance there's nothing wrong with having resistance and reluctance it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you if you have resistance and reluctance I prayed for several years on a daily basis to resist to release the resistance and reluctance I have to just being myself to just feeling free that's how resistant and reluctant I was I prayed daily for years to release it all when there's really strong resistance and reluctance to doing these spiritual practices to making the choices that support you and serve you the fact that you have really strong resistance or reluctance is absolute evidence that you are this close to a major breakthrough and if you're willing to not be stopped if you're willing to give the heavy lifting to the higher Holy Spirit self if you're willing to keep going and energizing what it is you'd like to have the deep desire of your heart to keep forgiving to keep offering 
the beliefs that don't serve you anymore to the Holy Spirit for healing, if you're willing to keep doing that and doing that and doing that, even a little bit, you're going to have that major breakthrough. As we've all had the experience of just giving up and having a setback. But if we're just willing to keep going, I've quit smoking a few times, and there were times when I quit smoking where it was the craving for the nicotine or, you know, it was all in my head, of course. It's really not in your physical body. It just, because everything emanates from the mind. It was so intense, but I had a willingness to not give in. Of course, there were times when I did give in, but when I had a willingness to not give in to it and to allow myself to experience it and feel it and just move through it and have it shift and change. I learned that I have the mental power to love myself. I have the mental power to do what's best for me. And that's a great thing to know. Give yourself the gift of that. And whatever you do, if you don't do that, if you succumb to giving up, if you succumb to self-medication, self-flagellation, resistance and reluctance, do not judge yourself. That is critical. Do not allow yourself to judge yourself under any conditions ever, 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 ever. Okay, we've got Susan raising her hand here, and I'm going to unmute you, Susan. Hi. Um, I I have done this before, and um, I have had for years and years and years in my mind exactly where I want to live and what it looks like and what it feels like and how I, you know, all of that. And um, I've never really searched for it because I've always assumed that when the time was right, it would be there, and I would, you know, it would it would become available to me. And um, when I lived in Seattle, I I did this um, through Science of Mind, um, and I what they call treated for a house, and I had you know very specific things in mind, and it wasn't. Um, but I didn't put an address on it. It was just, you know, letting it just what it was that I wanted. And one day a friend and I were driving over on Whidbey Island, and there was this incredibly beautiful um, Victorian house for sale. And they and, and if we wanted it, if anybody wanted it, they were supposed to go to the bank, so we did. And to make the story short, we... Um, bought the house that day, Um, and it was exactly what I had treated for or I had imagined, Um, and then what happened is that um, the minister always used to say, you know, anything that you treat for, you're going to get, just remember to, if you're going to treat for Cadillac, remember to treat for the gas, and the thing that I had forgotten was, you know, how expensive it was going to be to commute daily across to the mainland and just a number of things. So eventually I uh, gave up the house. So that was my my story, and I've done it with other things too. 
So back to now. Um, for as I said, for a number of years, I've had this vision of this home um, that's on water. I mean, I've got the whole description down to every detail. Um, and and like I said, I have not really searched for it because I always figured that it would appear when the time was right. And I, a couple of days ago, went to the um, HG Home Garden TV channel online, mm-hmm. and they're giving away this cabin. And I looked at the cabin, and I just nearly fainted. It's the place that I have been dreaming of. Mm. And so now my question is, because what I've been was taught before was never to treat for a specific thing. Like you said, you didn't say, I want a specific car or a specific apartment. And so now I'm like, I want that. That is my cabin. That's mine. And is it, can you do it that way too? When you finally see something, you can just say, "Yes, this is this is it." Or do I just hang in there with? I keep entering and just hang in there with the vision of what it is that I want. Oh, so many good good things in here, Susan. So one is you're talking about not praying for stuff, but then because treating is praying, it's just another word for right. praying. Right. Uh, but you're praying for the gas, like praying right. for a Cadillac and praying for the gas. So that, to me, if that's you know what someone is doing, that's very specific, and it's praying for stuff and and uh, i have found that uh praying for stuff just it leads to more suffering okay. that what what that's why in masterful living what i teach is pray for knowing the truth so every prayer that i do is about truly embodying and realizing spiritual qualities Eliminating blocks to the flow of love. Every single prayer. Every single prayer. It's it's the same formula again and again and again. Because if we know our God self, if we know ourselves as God, then there's not going to be one block in our awareness to total abundance, total creativity, total wholeness, total freedom, total peace, total harmony. And we can manifest whatever our heart's desire is. If we're thinking that we're going to be happy or satisfied, even momentarily, with stuff, then we're deluding ourselves and we're also uh, keeping ourselves stuck in this uh, hamster wheel of thinking that things are what make anybody happy. Of course they don't make anybody happy. So, um, so there's that. One of the things that you shared with us uh, right from the beginning and then right again at the end is you're talking about what you want. So one of the things that I share in Masterful Living, you may recall this, is the five words that I know when I hear that I am identified with ego is when I say I want, I need, 
when I say never and always when I say should. Those are the five words. Want, need, should, always, and never. When I hear those words come out of my mouth or I think them in my mind, I go, oh, Jennifer, you're identified with ego. Time to recalibrate, partner up. So uh, what I would encourage you to do, Susan, is listen again to the recording of what you shared and also look at it in the transcript. Okay. Yep. And just see how those, because words are symbols of what your beliefs are. So you're saying, I want this house, I want this house, I want this house. As long as you're wanting it. It's, it's, like, it's, it's, it's like it's mine, it's mine, it's mine, it's mine. That, there it is. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting for this, and there it is. Mm-hmm. So then are you willing to allow it to be yours? Yes. Great. So there's your affirmation. I'm willing to live in the house. Oh, absolutely. And the other really interesting thing about this meditation or this this vision that I have had of this house um, is that the house is connected by a uh, a run. Um, uh, uh, I can't think of the what. It's connected to another small house. Um, not even a house. Uh, it's more like a studio. And every time I have tried, because I know that what's inside that studio is sort of what my life work is, and every time I have tried to open the door to it, I can't get it open. And it's like, oh, my God, I think that this is more than just a house. I think this is about the breakthrough that's coming about me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that may be what this this whole seeing it on HGTV is all about, is that is that I'm going to be able to open up that door. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what this is about. I don't know. But anyway, that's... Um... Yeah. Whenever I'm having a major shift in my consciousness, I have a dream about moving to a new place. Okay. And uh, I remember once I had a dream where, this was a long time ago, I had a dream where uh, I found out that I had this incredible, opulent, magnificent home that was mine. It was paid for. And I had forgotten about it. Oh. Yeah. And and I was living in a place I didn't really like. And then it's I forget now how I was reminded of this place that I had already. It was already paid for. It was mine. Uh, and I, sure. I could go and okay. live there. And so I realized oh, okay. in the dream, oh, I don't have to live in this dumpy place. I'm going to go live in my home. That's my home. Yeah. I own it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and what that really was was a spiritual thing. It wasn't a a material thing. It's where I I'm was living in my consciousness. Right. I was living in a dumpy place in my consciousness right. thinking that I didn't deserve when I had forgotten that I had a magnificent place that was already yeah. mine and paid for. Okay. And I could go and live there right then. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I did. Yeah, I get there. I get that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So right. it's about the willingness. Give all the heavy lifting of how you're going to do it. Always give that away to the Holy Spirit. That is not for you to figure out. Okay. It's just allow. Allow. We don't have to figure out the how. All we have to do is allow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. Okay, we've got Rob raising his hand here. We're over time, so I'm gonna we've got a few people raising their hands. I'm gonna ask you to be brief. Thank you. Hey Rob. Hey there. How is how is everybody doing? It's been a few weeks since I've been able to be on a call, but it's good to be here. Um so I'll 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 be brief. Um when you were doing that do it when when we were doing the exercise I felt Oh, oh, I pictured uh, at my home, my parents weren't getting along that well, and and while my father made a decent a decent amount of money, he, yeah, my mother always always had to ask him ask him for money for clothes or whatever. Mm. So, 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 so the thought that I came up with is was that I I have to work hard for my money. Yes, you know? that's <laughs> a very common thought. Mm-hmm. Yes, and. And 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 also I have and I shared this with with my prayer partner when we when we had our first call I was talking talking to him about about uh, my uh, about how my how, uh, about how I have a a, a bunch of uh, my organization is, needs some work and um i'm looking for in for in input from you on a very brief basis because i know people are waiting on what thought process i can do to 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 uh release the blocks to organization in my in my in in my condo okay uh just give me a moment here sure I am willing to live in divine order. That's your affirmation. So do the process, Rob, of you write that statement. I am willing to live in divine order mentally, emotionally, and physically. Write it down. Then see what the ego has to say. The ego might say, that's really going to be hard. Write down, ego says... That's going to be really hard. And then write the affirmation again. I'm willing to live in divine order mentally, emotionally, and physically. See what the ego says now. And do that. Uh, I would do that every day for 10 minutes if you really mean it. Okay. All right. There you go. Keep us posted. I will. Um, Thank you. And. um, I'm glad that I was able to actually actually to be on this call tonight and um Me too. That's it. All so. right. Thank you, Rob. And I'm just gonna go right here to Lori. Lori's raising her hand. Hey Lori. Hi, Jennifer. Um I have I've answered the questions um for chapter two, the deeper inquiry questions, and I just wanted to say thank you because it's really making me look honestly at where my blocks to prosperity are. 
And, You're talking about the second chakra inquiries, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, giving to get came up. Mm-hmm. Going into comparison, like when I'm doing okay financially and people tell me of something wonderful that happened to them in regards to prosperity, I I am happy for them, honestly yeah. happy. And I've noticed when I'm in scarcity and they tell me for a split second before I can go to being happy for them, I uh-huh. go to that place of, whoa. Why can't I have that? And uh-huh. and I I know that that you know that stands in my way. And I noticed when you did the Patricia Kodorobla's, um meditation with us at the beginning, when you got to the part where the outbreath went to give prosperity to the entire earth, my first thought went to oh, I totally forgot, and I'm so glad that that's in there. And I just I started breathing into it, and I felt mm. a sense of peace. So that by the time you got to the meditation on the house, when you were, when I was walking through it, my first thought was, it wouldn't be as much fun if I couldn't share this with everybody mm. that I loved. And so I did feel a shift, and and I'm grateful for that. And I'm just wondering if there's a tool I can continue to use the what I mean the wanting needing craving exercise really helped me and I wrote out for my finances I am grateful for the gifts I choose to share with the world I allow abundance and prosperity into my life I'm just wondering if there's any other um, thing that tool I can use to keep working with these blocks when they come up Yes, and I'll go into that next week. Okay. Yep. Great. Yes, thank you. Excellent. Yep. Great sharing. Okay, and Miles. Yes, I'll, I'll be fast. Okay, cool. Um, basically, I really just <clears throat> wanted to say, <clears throat> excuse me, I just wanted to say thank you because t- for me, this whole meditation that you did was this extraordinary gift. Mm. And I'm in such peace from, from, from that meditation that I'm just sitting here going, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I completely, not at first, but I completely accepted the opulence. Mm. And I completely got it about I, I, I am the prodigal son returned home mm-hmm. with nothing left to forgive mm. in the moment. Mm. Wonderful. Thank you. Mm, thank you. <laughs> All right. I can tell you, I've just muted you out, Miles, but I can tell you it's teamwork. It is teamwork because when I started the class, I knew there was going to be a meditation coming through, but I didn't know what it was. I've never done that meditation before in a class. And 
I've never heard about it. It just uh, was what came through in the moment, every part of it. And so I, I give uh, the folks in the class the whole credit for it because I always feel that whatever is offered in the class is really a response, God's response to your hungering and thirsting after righteousness. So I have to say that every week in every part of Masterful Living, I'm always focusing on for what for me is the exact same topic, which is us remembering our true identity and awakening to our divinity and the divinity of all life and then being able to walk in that consciousness as a healing presence in this world. And that's what everything I do is about because that's all that I'm really interested in. And uh, I could say sometimes that and a good cup of coffee, but uh, <laughs> just kidding there. So um, I will add to this that if there is any topic that you really would like support with, you can always ask me. So one of the things I do is I listen to your community calls, and sometimes I, I realize, like, there were – uh, there was a lot of talk about prosperity and in the Facebook group uh, a few weeks ago. And so uh, putting these classes on prosperity now came as a result of that. Because, you know, we're this is not a set-in-stone curriculum because we're not set in stone. And so you can always ask me for help on a particular aspect of your healing and that I, I know that spirit will guide us to the best thing for everyone so I'm going to pray us out here and I am going to play a song and so let us turn within and recognize our magnificence the divinity of all life. We're grateful and thankful to open our hearts and minds to our prosperous nature, our abundant nature, our wholeness, our freedom, our joy, our wisdom, our clarity. We're grateful, so grateful, that it's already been given to us and we're willing to accept it right now as the truth of our being. We're grateful and thankful to Unlock the mystery and release the blocks. We're grateful and thankful to surrender the resistance and the reluctance and to experience that breakthrough in consciousness. We're willing to be our true selves and we're willing to share the benefits with everyone. So grateful to allow ourselves to live in the expanded home that is our God self, our true self, our true home. In grace and gratitude, we share the benefits with everyone because we are one with them. We live our destiny and we allow our healing to be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. And the song is Unwritten by... Natasha Bedingfield uh, it was a 
hit song. You may know it or you may not. <clears throat> and uh, I, I find it very inspiring. I love to work out to it. And uh, I hope that you enjoy it as much as I do or more. Open up the dirty window Let the sun illuminate 